Hello and welcome to Career Move Secrets, a brand new podcast for active job seekers and the career minded. In each episode, I'll interview a special guest from my global network. Guests will include seasoned recruiters, experienced hiring managers from companies big and small, and successful individuals who have developed great careers through making great career moves. My aim is to uncover and share my guests' unique perspectives, their insights, and their insider advice on job searching, interviewing, and career enhancement. My name is Tony Talbot, and I've been working in the recruitment industry as an international headhunter for over 20 years. I'm the creator of CareerMoveSecrets.com, a step-by-step online course for job seekers that I designed to be the ultimate guide to getting hired in the hidden job market. I will add my perspective to the conversation, and together with my guests, we hope to provide some genuine, actionable insider advice that will help you execute your next career move. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Career Move Secrets. Today's guest is Carol Lemons. Carol has 30 years of experience in strategy, change and business development. He's worked as a manager, a managing partner and a CEO in various firms across transport, manufacturing and management consultancy. Today, he is the global advisory services leader at Arup. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much, Tony. And where, where do we find you today? Uh, at the moment, I'm um, at my home, um, uh, looking at a beautiful um, um, weather with nice horses in front of me at home. So um, in these times in COVID, we are all working from home. We are. And where's home for you? Uh, home is in the Netherlands. It's um, in a city called Amersfoort, um, actually at a geographic heart of the Netherlands. Uh, a very nice medieval uh, little town um, where it's good living and good working and good recreating normally. Yes, I've I've been actually once before, and it's very nice yeah. indeed. And and is 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 are you in a lockdown like we are at the moment, or are you are you sort of life relatively normal? Yeah, semi lockdown. So there's a lot of restrictions in terms of traveling. Um, try to reduce um, um, travel to work, um, of course, in social uh, social spaces. So um, I, I'm working now from about eight nine months from home, um, uh, which is quite uh, new in a, in a global role where I tended to travel a lot. But um, we, are, we seem to be incredibly flexible in these times to, uh, to adjust to new technologies and new ways of working. So it's all pretty doable at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, we're making it work as best we can, aren't we? Yeah. Um, well, you've obviously, I know a little bit about your career, having done some research, but of course my listeners will not know. Could you give mm-hmm. me the, uh, the quick career potted history? Yes, so, so um, a high level, um, after my study, I, I started actually in a small technology firm, did what was about three years active in more the, the content of what, what my study was about in, in um, energy, mechanical engineering. Um, but after three years, I, uh, I felt a bit, well, you know, it was a bit itchy um, that I wanted to do more than just focusing on, on, on design and uh, technology issues. And I was really looking out for a role or job where I could, where I could work more with a, with a wider context than just doing my projects. So I got the opportunity to work at Dutch Railways, where I had a kind of fast-track management development trajectory uh, offered, um, and which was a very interesting combination between learning and developing yourselves um, more as a wider professional, more in managerial terms, and at the same time doing all sorts of um, um, uh, management roles and 
I made, made an interesting career um, managing uh, parts of Dutch railways, um, uh, which which you could identify as a kind of startups within a larger organization, which was a great time. Um, after um, multiple moves within the Dutch railways, which is com typically comes with a traineeship, I worked for two years as an um, at interim uh, director on a on a um, firm within a wider um, uh, um, technology industry called TBI in the Netherlands, which is a consists of in industry firms, uh, contractors, uh, part advisory, um, where I tried to um, restart, reboot actually an activity within the firm. I did this for two years, which was actually uh, pretty much. Um, uh, requiring um, uh, all all my capabilities in terms of what I knew about the the the, the subject itself, what what I delivered, as well as the managerial things, and then I was being asked to to join an independent uh, management consulting firm called Twijnstergudde in the Netherlands at that time, one of the larger ones, um, a partnership where I started um, as an advisor quite quickly was invited to become a partner, a management partner uh, of the firm. So I did that for about five, six years as a managing partner. And then there was an opportunity to reflect on uh, on a, a board board um, role as a um, in an, um, in an uh, board of four people. And uh, I applied for that um, and actually served two time terms, which was the maximum and a little, little bit to, to uh, develop a kind of Good handover to my successors, and then I joined Arab uh, five years ago, uh, where I actually at the moment responsible for um, growing the, the the global business in management consulting. Yeah, so it's quite 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 sort of uh, diverse range through. Have all those moves, the ones that have been external, how have they come about? Have they been through responses to advertisements? Have you been headhunted? What's what's tended to be the the, the sort of impetus for moves? Um, none of the above, to be honest. So, um, um, I, actually, I, apart from my first job, which was more a kind of courageous step to affirm that face value was looked very good, I, I wrote one one letter. That was my for my first three years in career. And for the rest, um, um, most well, actually, all my steps uh, came across. Uh, well, well, no, sorry, uh, most of my steps. Um, actually build on dialogues I had with people um, who I was encountering, um, coincident meet meetings or people um, wondering where, where, where my interests go. Uh, I think the red line is that um, um, in my whole career, that, that needs to be something to be done. You know, uh, there needs to be a change or uh, a kind of acceleration of growth or perhaps even reducing a firm uh, depending on the time uh, when, when we were acting. So most of the time, it was um, um, it started with a dialogue with people um, who saw apparently some of my talents, but also who re re valued my perspectives on on context of the firm or on on specific um, uh, content issues or um, apparently my managerial style. So um, the, those dialogues actually helped me framing my all my 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 steps after my first job. So I remember when I. Uh, was invited to apply for uh, a role in the board by the supervisory board uh, of Twijnstergudde. There were profiles, but they didn't feel very comfortable to me. And I said, well, no, I'm not sure if that's my, my cup of tea. And they said, well, what if you could shape your own role? And actually, I shaped my own role. And um, um, and that was a good match, apparently, and which was logic. And also, within this, this current firm, 
um, management consulting in Arab um, is relatively new to a, a, a global firm with a, a strong history in engineering. And when they said, you know, we really want to grow management consulting, I said, well, that's something we need to create. And so in the dialogue, we created the profile, we created the ambition. And then I, I was able to shape my own role. So that's my, my typical making my next steps. It's almost like giving a kind of expert advice on how would you, how would you shape your new, new, new job and, and then um, be, being, being awarded for that by, by, by getting the role. Um, Headhunters typically for me are not always that successful. Um, and I'm not sure why, probably because I have a kind of broad profile. Um, and I tend to, 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 to include many angles in my work. And uh, although I did see uh, uh, roles in boards, etc., I don't fit very well personally in, in classic classic um, job descriptions of, a, of the C-suite, for example. So um, for me, it works best to, on one hand, shape my own role, but also getting acquainted with the organization I'm going to work with or work in and uh, learn to, to know my future colleagues, um, sniff a little bit on the culture, and for me, all these 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 ingredients uh, help me shape my 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 new job. So that's what happened till date, and I'm not sure what the future will bring, but that's how it worked till date. Uh, do you know that it's a very it's a very interesting point you made there? I think for most people, it's it's a it's a better experience if you get the opportunity to shape your role rather than to fit into some pre prescribed box. Um, it's not everybody that gets that opportunity, but if you're well networked, you've got a much better chance of, of having that opportunity because these things, yes, they develop from conversations with people. You know, in your case, maybe you're advising them already, um, mm. or you're aware of them, or you, you you get to speak to somebody in that business, maybe even by chance, to um, to, to sort of talk about the business, about its problems, about where it's heading and about your thoughts on how you might help them get there. And that's, that's a really, really powerful way to project yourself into an organization. It's, it's actually much, it's a much better way than replying to an advert and trying to fit a box that maybe doesn't fit you brilliantly. So that's extremely interesting. And it's something that I find in, in, uh, in my recruitment career, it's, it's the most, um, yeah, it's it's the most satisfying piece of recruitment if you introduce somebody who is very good, who then is able to forge his own role. So uh, no, that's that's very interesting. Yes, and and, and of course, um, uh, partly I, I, there's also uh, uh, to a certain extent some luck that you come across people you know where where there's a good personal fit, and I think it often starts with a personal fit. Um, but I think it's also a kind of mindset I try to to. To, to create for myself, to be really conscious about the context you're working in. So um, I, I also younger people uh, who are sometimes coach or who ask for advice, um, I, I will always suggest, you know, to be really interested in, in the context you're working in, you know, try to contextualize your work and not only have a professional opinion about, for example, if you're an engineer or even a doctor, but also be interested, you know, what, what's the purpose of, of the role you're doing? You know, what kind of, how do you really, Contribute to the wider wider interests of of a firm or to 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 the, the municipality you're working in, and I think this wider interest and and also be interested in multiple multiple perspectives. You know, um, understanding how people who you work with may have different perspectives, but that they they are as valuable as your own. Um, makes you more richer, more 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 com- complete professional, I would say, and also interesting for others. So. Um, and that 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 helps you also 
getting conversations with people you, which you might not always meet directly from the work you do, but it ex expands your horizons. And I think that's really interesting. And for me, that's very motivating. It's, uh, and if you then also can, uh, are able to shape your own roles, you know, then, then it feels more as a hobby than as a job. And I think that's really important, at least to myself. Yes. And it's, it's amazing that, that, that sort of empathy piece, if you like, being able to see other people's perspective, it is, um, it's a part of sort of having emotional intelligence, I guess, but it's something that very few people seem to do. I always think when I'm recruiting, I always put myself in the other person's position, in my client's position, in the person I'm headhunting, in their position. And and I find that's the, the easiest way to, to be able to communicate with people effectively. Mm -hmm. But I do see that, yeah, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. They only look at things from their own narrow perspective which yeah it doesn't um it doesn't help you have these wider conversations if you do it that way how do you actually recruit then carol given you you've you've experienced this sort of organic um mm -hmm. movement into companies are you rigid in your recruitment practices or are you having conversations with people and bringing bringing interesting people in rather than filling boxes well i, I wouldn't say um uh, um, uh, um uh, rigid but um, i think we normally i have a structured plan and what kind of people i would like to have and I, 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 of course people need to be a, a credible as a professional for example but to me it's very important that that also um the diversity in my teams is really important i i'm i'm re I really find variables to have all sorts of backgrounds and, and and genders in my teams which is really well giving giving a rich dynamic in the teams um i tend i tend to not to impose my own my own pick my own choice um uh, if, if it comes to recruitment really value also how um uh, what are the op opinions of my colleagues or my co-workers you know um I, I really love the model of having a carousel of conversations which where the setting of each of the conversations is is a kind of prepared, but you know where you also bring in the different angles through a carousel of interview rounds. Um, I, I, I think it's really important to have this diversity in terms of professional diversity, uh, background, culture, background, gender, etc. Um, and 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 to be honest, I'm, I'm I do find CV is important, but I really try to be unbiased when I, when I, when I have my conversation, because sometimes you can be very much surprised by how people are different than what I put on paper. So, and this may be obvious to you as a recruit, recruiter probably, but to me, it's very important that I really am in the conversation. I really understand what people are saying and also really interested in, 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 in what, what moves and what drives them. And, um, and for me, it is important um, what people do besides the job. It's for me, it's, it is important what people have as, as for example, um, uh, other roles in either um, uh, in, in foundations where they contribute to or whatever, because that that says a lot about who they are, not only as a professional or as a human being, but also in the mindset. And I think mindset is so so important, especially if you work in professional service firms, that you feel that there is a kind of self empowering kind of energy in people. And then, of course, good education is is key, but it's for me it's only part of the whole jigsaw puzzle to to get the right people on board. Yeah, it's amazing the difference between <laughs> CVs 
resumes and the reality of people. I, I this was something I, I learned early on in my recruitment career that you, 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 you can't always judge a book by its cover in that sort of sort of way. But exactly. it's, it's very hard and, and incredible how some very talented people don't write particularly good CVs. Actually, um, it's something that you can learn. And funny enough, I have a, a masterclass on my site, Career Move Secrets, about about uh, developing a resume that works for you. So take that up if uh, yeah. if you're interested in doing that. But it it is. It is a skill, um, and it's very hard. But it is very hard actually to get over who you are as a human being in a in a, a CV. Um, you've got to look at other ways of trying to access opportunities. Um, do you? I mean, thinking from that point of view, you've obviously got a structured recruitment process. But do you find that people enter the recruitment process from some other means? So somebody who might approach you directly rather than apply for an ad, or somebody that you know, he's networking with you, maybe on LinkedIn, are they able to get an opportunity to put themselves forward and, and have a conversation with you? Yes, I'd like to say that that may, might be even more important than adverts. So um, uh, uh, for my responsibility, um, leading part of the firm, I always try to be explicit on what kind of talent we're looking for. And that comes across via either social media, mouth to mouth, via relationships and projects we're working with. So um, I'm blessed with a kind of continuous stream of interested people that want to work for my for my team or my my, my organization, and that happened that that seems to be the case, and also in my, in my previous um, organization. So probably there's also uh, there's no coincidence. Uh, uh, probably because that that's the kind of culture I want to do, and um, I'm also happy to, if needed, to you know to bend a little bit the profile we're looking for, because sometimes a p- person can bring so much quality which may feel a logic fit in the team uh, but you know then you might need to compromise a little bit on your the profile you initially thought about because this person is much better or bring something new to the team or a different angle that can achieve the same so um, I find it always a challenge to to have a continuous stream of people interest and and actually I always talk to people who are, who are genuine in their interest in working for the firm or for my for me and my teams to have a conversation you know and the worst thing that can happen it's 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 only that conversation, but it 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 you never know. You know, it's also about you know spotting those people that that are initiative show demonstrate initiative. They reach out to you if they if they they also bring some um, um, uh, quality in, in in for example the letter of interest or if they really prepared something in the conversation. You know, sometimes you can be really surprised, and of course it depends a little bit how. Um, about the luxury of having the work work uh, load uh, in a firm, or you know, of course, th- there needs to be a kind of balance in the number of people you are hire and the people that um, that offer themselves uh, for a job. But um, I, I think it's really important that um, and that that you also have this canal coming to to your organization. Of course, if you have adverts, then uh, there's like some some basics uh, in in the advert way you need to reply to. But most of the time, I try to bring some creativity. In, for example bring in a real case and try people to, to reflect on the real case during conversation or for role play or whatever to, to really experience the people uh, as almost their future colleagues rather than sitting up, uh, having a few good conversations, doing a, a psychology chest test. And then, uh, you know, that, 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 that's, that's for me not always deciding whether it's a good candidate. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? The, the sort of why, if people can come, 
to a business with a good why in you know why would why would you be interested in me and why i'm interested in yes. you that that can make such a difference um i'm not sure that that many people are doing that that i think these days too many people are just sitting on on the other end of a computer looking for the jobs that actually you know exist on job boards and and you know part of my argument is that the hidden job market is is a much bigger market it's you can create your own opportunities in a way like you have carol over, over your 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 sort of career you've obviously got to be a a mover and a shaker within a particular niche to be able to do that um but through Google's conversations and through expressing interest in in uh, in companies and being genuinely interested in what they're doing you can you can build opportunities that maybe don't appear on job boards yeah. or or in yeah. the press yeah and you need to be a bit and and it always helps for 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 yourself if you are looking for a job that you know where you want to go to you know so come prepared and mm. um quite often you see people stepping away from a job they don't like it and they start kind of in a kind of wave of actions they try to 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 to, to look out for new jobs i i think that's not the best energy but you know if you if you if you're aware of yourself, how should your future ideal job look like? If you have framed this vision for yourselves, if you you try to have a little list where you say, okay, out of 10, it would be great if I've eight of these points can be met in my new role. You know, you also have a much more, um, that probably the world opens up for you in, in, in terms of opportunities. And also I should just responding to adverts, you know, so there's all kind of different dynamics in going towards a new job. Uh, and in my case, probably some often was creating and sometimes it was slightly what I liked, but I tried to change it uh, rather than just re responding to others, what others have invested, what you, your job should look like. So if you really want to make it a job that fits like a, 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 a good costume, you know, then, then I think you need to, it comes with a little bit of labor on your own side too, I would say. So come prepared and, and be, be clear on what you want and not what you don't want, because that's the negative side. And or you also notice if you're in conversation, if you're only addressing what do I, what don't I like? You know, that's not the right kind of energy. The other, other, other person wants to hear. It's more about what do you want to achieve? Where are your ambitions? And how, how does this resonate with the culture and, and, your, and your opponents in, in, in the conversation? I think that's great advice. It's, it's incredible. The difference between somebody who's genuinely reflected, understands who they are, what they're good at, has reflected on that and then sets their own career direction. I mean, we're all in charge of our own careers. Um, you, you, if you can say, well, and, and like you say, you talk about the positives rather than the negatives. We've all had ne negative experiences that were in our career that maybe we're trying to move away from. That's why you're moving. But you've got to be moving towards something that is genuinely a passion of yours, an interest, um, an area where you feel you can deliver more value than you are delivering right now. And you, you've got to reflect on that and be able to articulate that. Um, I think this is something that people only get, you know, the more interviews they have and they have negative experiences where they think, oh, that didn't go well. We're all learning machines. By the end, they realize I've got to, I've got to, I've got to be saying different things in the interview. I've got to be expressing what I'm interested in rather than what I'm not interested in and, and, and being genuine about that uh, mm -hmm. because that's what we're all looking for. Yeah. I, I don't think you're, um, uh, when you're applying for a job, it should be a kind of a psychology session of why it didn't go good right in your, your former environment, you know, and mm. that's what I often see that people start talking about former colleagues or what went wrong or why it wasn't their fault. You know, to be honest, I'm not a psychiatrist, but um, th that's not a kind of conversation I would like to drive. You know, um, I do appreciate some things can go wrong. There could be mismatch of characters, but don't put the emphasis on what went wrong. But, you know, I want to hear 
okay, how are you going to do things differently? And I think that's really important. And, and sometimes you're really surprised, you know, I am, um, um, and I'm not, <laughs> um, I'm by far perfect. And sometimes also surprised by what kind of insights am I, when I'm doing a job interview with others. And recently, I remember from one of my board roles, I uh, was looking for a new um, new director for a uh, for a foundation, and uh, we were looking to the obvious obvious profile of being a general manager and having a big career. And there, there was this bright young woman who's really really passionate about the actually the the aim of the foundation, and she might might not have ticked all the boxes, you know, but the passion we, which in which she spoke about how she really supports the, 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 the course, how she really would like to interact with her co-workers, et cetera. That gave so much energy. So we forgot about the profile. We said, we need you. You're the person. And, also, and that, that's how you can change almost from perhaps being the underdog because you don't tick all the boxes to you know, make your gen genuine story, be honest in your intentions, uh, show energy. And that can, can sometimes really change the, the decision on the other side of the table, I noticed. Carol, that, that is very enlightening. Thank you very, very much for your, uh, your thoughts today and your wisdom. Much appreciated. Thank you very much for inviting me, Tony, and good luck. Cheers, Carol. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was a fascinating conversation with Carol. Amazing that he's created so many different roles himself rather than having to apply to positions. He's, he's through conversation, admittedly with um, companies that he perhaps already knows, but through those conversations with those companies, he's been able to demonstrate what he could do for them. And together they've built a role around Carol. Fascinating stuff. It's something I've, I've seen happen time and time again, actually. It happens more, more often than you would think, um, particularly at the senior level. It's also interesting that he suggested some of the things that he looks for when he's recruiting is um, an awareness of self, a, a mindset, a positivity, um, and some passion to 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 help him decide that you're the right person that he should hire. And I think that's incredibly good advice. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please subscribe, please rate them as well, because there will be more Career Move Secrets podcasts coming very soon. 